What's up, guys? You're listening to the Hillside Church Podcast. My name is James. I'm here with lead pastor, Pastor Tim Oates of Hillside Church, and we're bringing you another sermon recap of the week. This week, we're doing Anointed Week 2. Last week, we talked about Anointed Part 1. Pastor Tim, could you just give us a quick recap of what Week 1 was about for this series? Uh, Yeah, we, we talked about how Christ was anointed and that God anointed Christ to do Uh, the work that he needed accomplished and to pay for our sins and he was sealed by the Holy Spirit Uh, and so that's what I talked about in week one sweet awesome so now that brings us to week two Uh, so this uh, this week you start in 2nd Corinthians uh, chapter 1 verses 21 through 22 do you want to start there or do you have a different place you want to start? no no I could start there it says now he has now he who has established us uh, with you in Christ has anointed us uh, anointed us is God who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee the, to seek God is it's birthed in us by God himself he births in us the uh, the desire to to want to seek him to go after him and we need to taste and see that the Lord is good. Um, and uh, so this last week, I really just talked about how the Holy Spirit seals us. It's our guarantee that we are sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're sealed by God. Um, Noah, um, uh, or excuse me, but you had spoken about Noah uh, a few weeks ago in your message. And then I kind of talked a little bit about that in, that, in my study that I had noticed um, that Noah, uh, or that Noah was sealed in by God in the ark. God sealed the ark. Uh, so even then, God, God had sealed the ark. And what I, what I think is interesting is that Noah followed the plans that God gave him to build this ark. And so Noah followed the plan, and then God sealed it. Okay, and the, the same thing would be true for us: is that we follow the pl- God's plan. And he will seal us. He'll seal us in by the Holy Spirit, by his anointing. He seals us in. And so, uh, and we are uh, just, we are the holy dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. We're a temple uh, not made with hands. And so uh, I talked a little bit about that. um, And um, I just, um, I was, I I really was encouraged um, because um, as I shared the message, more and more people just uh, began to understand that, that it's not our power, but Christ's power in us, the power of the Holy Spirit that works in us. It's, it's being in, in, in his presence and, and, um, and having his presence dwell in us. It's, it, that's what it's about. It's, it, and Moses had said that he would rather have the presence of God than to have the promises of God. He didn't want to go into the promised land and not have God's presence. He wanted to make sure that God was with him. And I think we need to make sure that we, that uh, it's not about receiving gifts or presents from God. It's about being in his presence and allowing the presence of the Holy Spirit without measure to work in our lives. And so we talked about uh, how the measurement of God um, comes into us and that that measurement was not set up or God didn't limit the amount of the Holy Spirit that would flow through us. Measurements are set up at our end of the equation. We're the ones that put limits on how much we allow the Spirit of God to move through us, how much we allow the Spirit of God to even move in our churches. 
And so we're the ones that determine that. Um, and God wants to pour out his Holy Spirit beyond measure. He wants to just continue to pour into us and give us all those, uh, all that we need from him and through him. And so um, uh, one of the things that I talked about is that we need to understand that, uh, that, um, that all things consist in God, that, that every, we talked a little bit about pantheism, uh, that, uh, that uh, pantheism believes that all things are God, that everything is God, so they worship a tree because it is God. It's okay to, to, to understand that God holds that tree together, but, but that tree is not God. Just like Christ holds me together, the Holy Spirit and God hold me together, but I'm not God. It's the presence of God, the awareness of his presence in my life that really uh, that keep, keep us. And so then we talked a little bit about how that, how, um, how it's, it's more than just us. Uh, we are the, the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit works in us. But then when, as we gather together um, with him and move into his presence, where there's two or three gathered in, in the midst, as the Bible says, then we begin to, to merge together. And there's even a greater anointing when we do that, when, when two or three of us gather together in the midst. I like to tell the, the, uh, the analogy of, uh, of a river that, um, that when one river is going, it's, you know, it can be powerful. But then, because uh, I used to live in Three Forks, Montana, and so that's where I kind of got this illustration that 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 three rivers converge together to to start the Missouri River, which is the headwater of the Missouri River, and then it flows all the way across the country. And so it's just amazing to me um, that these rivers converge together in order to make more uh, a more powerful move uh, of water, if you will. So when we come together, we are. We are streams and rivers coming together as a corporate group, uh, let's say in church or uh, in a worship service or in just uh, as we gather together. As we gather together, we are bringing uh, our, our streams together, if you will, forming the, the, this great tributary that is an explosion of God's presence. And, um, and so anyway, so we talked a little bit about that. We talked about that, uh, that, that God holds... Uh, holds us together with his presence. He moves inside of us. He reigns over us. He increases our encounter when we, when we gather together with other people. And then, um, and then he begins to fall in our, in the service when we begin to worship and give him praise and give him thanks. The Bible actually says that, that, uh, that, that he is enthroned upon the praises of Israel. He's enthroned upon our praises. So when we gather together, let's say in a worship service or the beginning of a prayer service, and we gather together and we study his word and we begin to, to gather together, uh, there, there's just an increased presence of God coming into our lives. And um, it just gets stronger and stronger. And the Lord said, or excuse me, Isaiah said in Isaiah 6, 1, he said, I saw the Lord with his train uh, was filling the temple. And the word filling there implies that he keeps coming. And so I, I, we talked a little bit about how it is those that really desire the presence of the Lord, those that really press in, that seem to get more and more of this, uh, of this anointing, more of this presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And so um, it's, 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 it's hard for me to believe that we would live in mediocrity in our Christianity 
Um, when we need, to, when God says to press in, to know Him more, to get closer to Him, and um, and understand that this Holy Spirit that we're desiring is going to be with us forever, the Bible says He will abide with us forever, and so we need to we need to press in and 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 get in His presence. And then I kind of close the message out with, uh, do not grieve the Holy Spirit, do not quench the Holy Spirit. These are things that we don't do. Jesus didn't do those things. That's why He invited. Jesus was the model that invited the uh, the uh, the the presence of the Holy Spirit into His human flesh. Because he didn't grieve the Holy Spirit, he listened to his Father. He gave him the power that the Father uh, to to it gave him the power of all of heaven to to do what he had uh, the Father had asked him to do to pay for our sins, to go to the cross, all those things. The fact that the Holy Spirit came and rested on Jesus is evidence of his faithfulness that he per, that he was particularly trustworthy with the presence of God, and the same is true for us. We need to be trustworthy for the presence of God. We need to we need to press in. We need to make sure that we're right, walking in Him, in agreement with His Word. That we're not grieving the Holy Spirit. That we're not uh, that that we're not um, trying to uh, to um, uh, not only grieve the Holy Spirit but quench the Holy Spirit. Um, we need to allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives in a great way. Um, and um, to those of us who are living in agreement with God's word, there, there's a rest, there's a peace that comes on us when we are moving in, a, in agreement with God's word. We need to confess our sins. 1 John 1, 9 says to confess your sins, faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. But when we move into that presence, when we move into that resting place in God, um, that's when everything on the outside seems to change. But that comes through obedience. That comes through studying the word. That comes to trying to stay in his presence. And so those are kind of the things that we talked about because the Holy Spirit is, is anointed to minister to us, to touch us, to bless us, those things, and to help us and encourage us in our lives uh, here on earth. Awesome, guys. Well, that's a recap for week two of the Anointed series, and that wraps up the Anointed series. Join us next week as we start our new series, The Greatest Story Ever Told. Look forward to getting that podcast to you guys. Be blessed. Have a great, great day. Also, if you'd like more information on Hillside Church, you can find that on hillsideid.church, or you can check us out on our social media accounts on Instagram and Facebook. That's hillsidechurch underscore LGLP. That's love God, love people. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye.